0: All right, y'all, we back with another episode of Define Legacy. And before we get started with this edition of the show, all right, I want to shout out our sponsor, again, the Define Your Legacy online store. The link can be found in the description of this episode, all right? We got t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, mugs, all that, all right? So for the online store of Define Legacy, be sure to check out the link in the description of this episode, all right? Now, let's get into the episode, all right? So on today's show, we got my guy, Dean, man. What's going on, man? Good to see you.
1: What's popping, King?
0: What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Appreciate Mm -hmm. you being on the show.
1: No problem, man. I'm glad that you invited me on here. It's an honor. I'm humbled. You know, um, it's always dope having a nice conversation with uh, another creative, you know?
0: Absolutely. 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 So um, if you could, man, um, just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story and journey overall.
1: Um, My name is Dean. Dean Spence from Hartford. Uh, started off school at Norfolk, Norfolk state and i graduating Yukon UConn from there, kind of been a community guy, you know, everything from social work, therapeutic services. Uh, and I kind of found my entrepreneurial career as a event planner. And, um, you know, I still work in the community you know, still fight the good fight. Um, and then outside of my nine to five corporate job, which I'm, you know, I work for the state now. So that's, it's a good thing. Um, outside of my nine to five, you know, I uh, throw events. So, you know, just trying to try to be successful out here, man. You know, the goal is to reach financial freedom, right? Like my whole boy Hov said, if you don't own your own, you ain't free, right? Mm, exactly. So that's the goal. Um,
0: Have a good time while I'm doing it, you
1: know? Mm.
0: And, and, and and that's dope to hear it, too, especially the last part. You know, have fun while you're doing it. So how did you come across um, the idea of being an event planner? Um, Honestly, it kind of fell in my lap.
1: So, like, you know, back in the day, during college and everything, I'll say, um, me and my homies just throw house parties, right? Our house parties were crazy, right? Real real dope, good vibes, like, always good vibes, the best vibes, right? Mm. And we got to a point, I say around, like, maybe, I'm 31 now, so maybe, like, 25, Mm. I say. Uh, It got real big, Mm. right? to the point where it was like, ah, we got to take this outside the house. Like, okay, it's getting a little, you know, it's getting a little bigger than the yeah. crib, right? You know, so then from there, um, one of my homies wanted to do like a, a can drive, a donation drive, charity drive for his birthday. So we did one. Then we did like a jersey party. Um, and like growing up, I've always did a Christmas Eve party, right? So my mom always has stuff in the house. And then one year, uh she didn't want to do it and i was like well let me do it for my friends right so kind of tying everything into it um and then from there you know i tried we did a, a fast forward we did a like uh I think we did a jersey party for one of my boys birthdays fresh he's my mm-hmm. d's one on the djs now um we did like a, a jersey t- jersey party for like canned goods mm-hmm. right dope event you know what i'm saying and then from there people kept kept like oh I see you doing events now let's do this let's do that right and then um my first event was Thanksgiving Eve right so every Thanksgiving Eve I throw a toy drive right we just had one shout out to the team that was involved it was called the reunion this year right um so we do a toy do a toy drive every Thanksgiving Eve so um so my first one I kind of got this spot uh the dirt salon right um, nice little brick art studio, right? Found a good price for it. Uh, the owner, Cynthia, got us her so, um, dope. So let me relent it for the night. So, you know, this is my first time throwing a party hmm. on my own. Right. Like usually I got homies on deck. Yeah. We usually gang up, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was kind of like, Hey y'all, I'm throwing a party. Like pull up. Yeah. Right. Um, and what I did was I pushed my, time frame a couple hours back so everyone party ended at one and i ended at three right so i'm like at the very least if the party whack i'm gonna have the, the, the after, after party time. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Track, you right? feel me you feel me so obviously you know i, I want to shout out to everyone who's like in my life and my support system especially my friends and family like we're real supportive so like one of us do something hey, everybody show up right so off rip you gonna have a the family there. tell me um so I did that, um, and then as you see it, car- uh, like, rolling out, the party started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, okay, like, there was a club down the street, so I ended up sending some friends down the street, hey, go get everybody over there, come, come over here, mm. right? It was a lesson learned, and it was like, oh, you could actually could do this, right? So, like, that one, we had about 300 people. I had one security guard. I had one person at the door. I had two DJs and two bartenders.
2: Mm.
1: Right. It was insane. Like I like we party fight. I think we finished partying at like three. Mm. I think uh, I ain't leave till like six in the morning.
0: Right. And this, is a, par- and and this is a and this is a party at Hartford.
1: This party at Hartford. Okay. Right. So this is like uh, I think I'm still at, I think I just graduated UConn actually. Okay. Right? That's right. Um so we did that. Right. So I'm like, okay. Like then from there, everything kind of started falling in place. Right. Um, but then I, I stepped back from a little bit. Cause uh, I had that same year. I did the Christmas Eve party again. Right. It was solid. So you had like 150 people plus, you know what I'm saying? Um, then after that, I was like, okay, I got a little niche for this. Right. Like, let me try to figure out my, my, my lane, my direction of how I want to go with this. Um, and then I lost my grandfather that year. Right, so I lost my grandfather that year, and I was like, ah I don't want to do this no more. Right, because throwing events is cool, but it's it's a little stressful, and like you have to be in the people's face. You have to be like constantly networking, constantly active. Right, you can't just like, hey, I'll have the party and pull up. Like, you can do everything you want, but people have to show up for mm-hmm. it to be successful. Right. yes So, um, I had a couple of people pull up to me and come up to me and was like, hey, like you got to keep doing this, like. Like we like the vibes you bring in, boom, boom, boom. And you know, keep it going. So then from there, like start trickling off little by little, right? I started collabing with a few people. Sometimes it hit, sometimes it wouldn't, you know. And then like I had like a little group of uh, team I created upscale, right? And we uh, had like a good run for a while. Um, and then you know, I kinda just found my lane, right? Uh as I it's funny because when I did it, I started off later in life. Usually people who would like throw parties or events and stuff, they usually start off like early 20s, like mm-hmm. maybe in college or something like that. Like I'm a grown man, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So like people I messed away are having careers, they go for the masters, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, like I don't want to be a club guy, right? And also like I'm more of a grown and sexy type of that's my style, right? Mm-hmm. Um Let me pick a lane for that, right? Let me do something for people who want to have a good time. So I call them, I call the people like who I target, uh, corporate, corporate hipsters. Right. And it's, you know, it's, let me define it. So it's people who have careers, right? People who want to do something with themselves, right? Like real, like either from an entrepreneur standpoint, you work for a corporation, if you're a doctor whatever, but you still want to have a good time, Right. Because, you know, as you get to that point, you start leveling up, it's hard just to go to clubs, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard just to go to certain spots because now you're like, man, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to be in... I don't want the violent to pop off over there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you start thinking about a lot of different things and then, you know, you get to the point where you can't party all the time. Yeah. Right? So, I was like, I got to think of a lane where... And this is how kind of, like, brunch and the, like, happy hours and stuff started. We got to think of a lane where... um, that's good for the grown and sexy, you know what I'm saying? So I started doing happy hours, started mm-hmm. doing brunches, started doing like a little bit day parties and stuff like that, right? And um, the team, the people that had around me kind of just always like, yeah, we're going to do that, we're going to do that. And they started formulating, right? Um, and that's kind of just how it came together, man. Like, it was one of those things that kind of just fell on my lap. And I was like, all right, let's see where it goes. And I was like, okay, like, I'm not going this direction. I'm going to go this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a long story. Just kind of like, no. sure, how it happened. Yes. Um yeah, so it just fell in my lap and
0: I kind of just ran with it. Hmm. Yeah. And, and and so as you continue to throw events, did you notice that some of the same people that were attending your earlier events continue to go to some of you know your more recent events now and just later on as you continue to grow as an event planner?
1: Yes, yes and no. Um Connect is an interesting place when it comes to some of those things. Yeah. But at the same time, people change. People people change with your older different interest goes. You might have people who come to your stuff all the time, but then they leave states. You know what I'm saying? COVID being a year to year, um, kind of threw everybody off whack, right? You know, I would say that. Um, So I would say it, it's hard to really measure that at the moment. Maybe another year or so, I'll, I'll see it because, like, before COVID happened, you know, uh, we were doing happy hours once a month. We were doing brunch every weekend. We were doing day parties like every like three months, every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I'm saying doing charity events like every half a year. So, like, I feel like before COVID happened, it was real a peak yeah. of like you know everyone just kind of just being involved and yeah. you know. So you will see you will see same faces, but I will get new faces as much as I'm seeing the same faces, right? And that's how you know you're growing, right? You have a, everyone has a following no matter what they do, right? From everything from your podcast to someone selling clothes, someone someone being a musician, whatever it is, right? Even if you're an your accountant, you do people's taxes, you have a support system, of a following. So you're going to see same faces, right? You're going to see similar faces. Sometimes you might just see your homies are there. You know what I mean? Um. So like the goal is to see those faces and to bring more faces, right? And kind of sell a different experience every time, right? Because where I like to consider myself an event planner, I get put in a lane of promoters sometimes. You know, I get put in the lane of, oh, he's just a club guy, right? He's just a party guy, right? And that's cool. You know, promoter, I definitely promote. So I, I don't take that. But it's like, you know, I, I, like to do, I like to say I do more than that, right? I like to decorate the experience, like to create the experience. I like to analyze and see what's going on and, you know I mean? Like, take advantage of what I have or what I don't have. You know what I mean? Like, create something out of nothing, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't like to say, oh, come here. It's hot. It's lit. We're going to pull up, and you know, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's more than that because the people want more than that, right? No one really wants to come to, like, a club, just a club anymore, right? Mm-hmm. They do and they don't, you know? But, you know, I got to look at, as I, as I evolve as a person, my events evolve as a person. I evolve as, sorry. As I evolve as a person, my events evolve as well, right? Well, I like telling people, come over here and club with me and party with me all the time when they got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying um and then to your point of financial literacy that's that's not smart right so um it's kind of like creating that lane where you know what you can still may have a fun lifestyle and still you know do what you need to do without hurting yourself and at work the next day right without hurting your pockets right mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's 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 you're being financially mature but you're still living your best life
0: yeah <laughs> And so, yeah. w- which one do you think had to happen first? You evolving as a person, or your events evolving on them on themselves?
1: As a person, mm-hmm. I will say as a person, um, because you have to see what you want, right? And anytime I team up with anybody, or anytime I create, um. I put myself in the consumer shoes, right? What what would I like if I showed up to, to this event? Mm. What am I trying to get out of it, right? How much am I trying to spend, right? Um, and if I'm like I'm not doing that, then I'm probably not going to try to sell that, mm. right? I'm not going to push that forward and say like I wouldn't show up to this, mm. right? Now this, you know, sometimes you take gambles, you take you take risks, or like you know I'm gonna try this, this don't work, I'm gonna try this, this don't work, right? It's part of the game, but like. You got to look at yourself and say, hey, like, you know, what do you want out of it, right? Um, and that's where I think brings you the most success. Sometimes, you know, and I say I had to change as a person to see that because, you know, especially when I first started on, early on, um, I was just taking opportunities. I'm like, okay, cool. I can make money off here. I can make money off here. Make money off that. Make money off that, right? And it was working, but I wasn't satisfied, mm-hmm. Right. I felt like I didn't have control of what was going on. I felt like I was just doing it just to do it because it was fast money, right? And then I had to step back and say, like, all right, like, are you doing this because you're trying to make money or are you doing it because you're passionate about it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of found my lane. I was like, all right, like, as much as this is a business, like, you have to really sell that vibe. You know what I'm saying? You have to really sell that good time. Um, and people have to feel that energy. So when they walk through the door, they got to be like, all right, like, I know I'm about to have a good time because, you know, the vibe is already set, you know. So I I had to change the person to to find that. Um, And I think if I didn't change, I probably would have been just a come here as party, 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 where it's more of just experience. You know what I mean? Like, I want to sell an experience. I don't want to just sell a party. I want people to come, be able to talk, be able to network, right? And and that's where I kind of evolved because I was like, what kind of people do I want coming to my events, right? I don't discriminate. Right, but I want someone coming in there who got something to lose, right? People who got something to gain, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to come to my event and network, right? As much as you're networking, you're having a good time, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you might meet your future wife, and hubby, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> feel me? But like a place where you can feel like, damn, I belong here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ever been like to a party or something or uh, a networking gig, anything, and like you're like, uh... yeah. I don't don't know if I should be out here right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, feel me? Or you wake up the next day and be like, damn, what I spent money on for that? That was whack, Mm. right?" So like, I don't, I don't want that result because that's how people don't come back. Yeah, right. You got to create reoccurring customers, Mm. right? I don't call them customers. We create reoccurring vibes, Mm. right? So now, next time I throw it, you and your friends be like, "Yo, we gotta pull up over this. Mm. right?" And then their, then your friends tell their friends like, "Hey." got to go over here right and then you know next thing you know it's a spot to be at for the moment right The spot to be at for the day it's spot to be out for the night you know and then if you could throw like uh something behind it where you know it's a it's a cause right because everything i like to do I like to have a like a a charitable donation for it right i would say like 60 percent of my events are probably to charity hmm. right i would say even more um I do a lot of week-to-week stuff sometimes, so those fluctuate. But, like, any event that's not a week-to-week event probably has – most likely has a charity, um, charitable contribution to it, you know, where we're doing toys, coat drives, can drives, sneaker drives. Um, I done probably did it all, man, like when it comes to, like, donations and stuff. Um, so, yeah.
0: Where, where, where did that mindset come from, though? Like not just being an event planner, but being an event player that you know it has decided to give back to his community at the same time.
1: Um, just how I grew up, I was a lucky one, man. Born and raised in Hartford, you know, got a good chance. I was pretty good at sports, so I was a pretty smart kid. So I went to all the good schools. I went to the private schools, the Catholic schools, the magnet schools. You know what I mean, like. But I, I like remember like playing sports in the hood. And some of these kids are going home to like situations I can't even relate to, right? I know where it's like I see them now or I seen them before and it was like, wow, you really struggling in life. And we used to be in the same field together, right? We equals. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a bad situation away from being you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I definitely remember talking to people, it was like, man, you lucky you went to the Northwest Catholic, you know, I went to going Northwest Catholic for high school. You're lucky you end up going there. You're lucky you end up going this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, I'm blessed to have, like, a good foundation with my mom, my grandmother helped raise me. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of family. My family's pretty big, so a lot of family was on me. Um, Like I said, and then my friends, kind of friends were all, like, self-motivators. You know, like, I'm going to do good because you're doing good. I'm going to make sure you do good because I'm doing good type of thing. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I've seen people, like I said, when I grew up, like, really didn't make it, right? really struggling in life, really lose their lives for multiple reasons, you know, and, you know, and then I now graduated, you know, I end up coming back to working in my community, right? I worked at the YMCA in Hartford for years. My grandma and my mom have all part of the community, you know what I mean? Like, I've had clients tell me like, yo, you're the only positive male role model in my life, mm. right? And I'm hearing this at 21, 23. Mm. I'm like, damn, I don't consider myself a man yet, right? I'm hearing this stuff when I'm still, I'm just becoming a man. At 21, you know who you are, but you're like, I'm probably still living at home with my mom, you know what I'm saying? So, like, imagine serving, or imagine like, helping a youngster, right? And they telling you stuff like this, right? Where, oh, I got an interview tomorrow, but I got nowhere to shower because I'm homeless and I got no dress clothes. You feel me? So, like, I always I always made sure I made change, and then at, at one point where you know, my events are successful. I see, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm making a pretty penny off some of these events. All right, let's see, let's challenge on people to, to donate some stuff, right? Yeah. Let's challenge people to like, you know what? Uh, bring a toy this time, right? You bring a toy, it's free to get in or something like that, right? And I challenge you to bring a can, right? Um, shit, let's take some of my proceeds, right? And match the donations I get from the people, right, or just take it out of my pocket and, and give it to myself, you know what I mean, like, and and I did it one time, and I seen the impact, and that's really what it would have came down to, I remember, uh, I did a coat drive, right, I did a coat drive, and I had a guy, Big Dean. he's working, he was working in his, uh, the Y together, and um, he was like, man, these kids don't got no coats, somehow we got in a conversation, I was like, bro, I got 40 coats at the crib right now, Hmm. right? I was about to give them to, like, Goodwill or, you know, the big charitable charitable places, right? And a lot of those times, those big charities, you know, I won't say no names, nothing like that. Um, But they get it and resell it. Or they get them and they don't donate them. They just collect them for their own write-offs and, you know, benefits and stuff like that. So I'm all about direct impact. Right. If I can really change one person's life or help one person, that means more to me. Right. And I remember telling um, Big Dean this. I was like, I got 40 coats of the crib. He brought like 40 boys throughout the week. You know, and these, and these coats were nice. These were some nice coats. You know, kids coming in with t shirts, bro, outside like this. Hmm. Feel me? And then I was like, okay, that's cool. So let me, let me try, let me try something else. Now, the toys. And then this is probably like, early on and um I had a mother of four house burned down the couple days after I did the toy drive right and when I did the toy drive what we did was round up a bunch of families in need and we did like a breakfast for them right and we had all these toys lined up. If I get the footage I'm gonna send it to you got all these toys lined up right and we probably had like 40 kids, right? And we lined them up from tallest to shortest and say, we said yo, we're gonna do snake order. Right, first, last, last, the first. You pick one toy at a time, then it's yours. Right. So we did that. Right. All the toys gone. Mother walks in, and this how this how the universe works. Right. Maybe it's how God works. Right. Uh, mother of four walks in like a little bit late. The events already like it's, it's, it's going off, but everything's like kind of wrapping up. She's like, sorry I came late. You know, I didn't have a ride. Mother of four. Four boys, single mother, house burned down. I lost everything, right? It's days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I just got a call as she walked in. One of my guys was like, Yo, I got clothes for kids and I got a box of toys, right? And as she walked in, she was like, Yo, we don't, you know, we don't have anything like this. And was like, I right, just eat, no worries, we'll find stuff for you. Like, you know, people, people got connections. Guy comes in, the clothes fit perfectly on these kids. Wow. Right. The bunch of toys perfectly for the age. It was like two like preteens and like children. Hmm. So like two children. So the children got the toys, the preteens got like headphones and stuff, a little hmm. mp 3 players and everything. So like I was like, damn, like this is this is like this is powerful right here. Yeah. You know? Um and after that, I was like, your mind's made. Like, couple times a year i gotta do charity yeah i gotta do charity and the best was the best way to do charity is something i'm already doing events right so people gonna pull up anyway to the events My, my as would be like hey bring something you mm-hmm. know and then i i came to find out that people struggle to donate because they don't know how to donate mm-hmm. everyone's told they're they only donate through the big organizations and that's cool with i a problem with that but if someone can't go buy those clothes right after they already been put in, how they going to get something, right? People got to pay for, like, because they still have to pay regardless, right, versus hand-to-hand exchange. Um, So every, I was like, you know what? I, I got to do this every year, right? Because I'm changing someone's life. I had a toy drive one year. I'm sorry, I'm going to go a little rant. you bring bringing back memory lane. Now you got it. Um, run, 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 run. I had, I had a toy drive one year where a friend was like, Actually, it wasn't a friend. It was a random. I'm not going to put too much detail. I don't want to first happen to see it, whatever. But it was a person I just met, and they were in need. They had just got a relationship. They had kids. The, the girl had kids. And they were like, yo, I just got a job. I got no money to, for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I got a bunch of boys, a bunch of girls. And I had, a bunch of, I had a bunch of toys, man. Like, from high school all the way to, like, kids. Mm-hmm. I was like, go oh, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Go crazy. Right. And to me, that means so much to me, because I'm helping that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who knows that toy that kid could grab could change that kid's life? Yeah. Right. Maybe that kid was lost in the world and then we gave him some headphones. And now he be a musician today. Mm-hmm. He becomes a musician. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who's to say, you know, a kid, same thing, lost in their own lost in their own head trying to figure out what's going on. We give them a coloring book or a drawing book and now they're artists. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like certain things like trigger certain people, right? And and that's why I do these charity drives and donations because it's like you never know how much it can affect someone, right? How it could build them up. You get a kid in need who ain't got no coat, right? You mm-hmm. give him a coat. He loves coat. He's feeling himself. He ends up being successful. He might create a whole coat line for, you just give him away. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you got to say, in this world, bro, every time you get blessings, you got to give them back. That's the only way you get more blessings, right? And then, you know, as a person of color, you know, we already got a disadvantage, you know what I'm saying? Like, so why not help one another? You know what I'm saying? Why not help the next one up? Why not help the one in need, right? Now, it's hard to do it every time because you got to take care of yourself, but, you know, try, right? Mm-hmm. Reach out and help a helping hand, you know what I mean. Like, and I, I've seen all these things happen, like from my from working in the community as a mentor, as a specialist, as a counselor, you know, where I'm like dealing with some of these these youths, and it's like, damn, they really don't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine not knowing when you're gonna sleep tomorrow.
2: Mm.
1: Imagine not knowing when you're gonna eat tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are real problems. Like, yeah. I've never had that problem. I'm, I'm a pretty big dude. I I eat eat you often. You know what I mean? Like, my parents are pretty cool. Where I always had a roof over my head. So. You know, like, I have to give back because those things are still occurring in the world, you know? And if you look at the numbers, like, people of color are hurting, right? So I try to keep that momentum going, you know, as much as I – the more I make, the more I give back. Hmm. That's how I say, right? Hmm. If I keep making, I'm going to keep giving back. Hmm. It ain't going to stop me. I got a bunch – I got, like, 100 toys in my basement right now, bro, trying to drop them off, you know what I'm saying, from the last toy drive we just did, so – you know, make sure every kid on Christmas I get a toy. If it was up to me,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, damn man, it's it's heavy for me to follow up. With. Um, <laughs> I'm bad no, now. No, I'm, no, that's I'm, a good a thing. Talker. No, no, that's 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 a good thing though. Um, uh, but even in saying that though, right? So, um, and mentioning what you said before, you know, the idea of financial freedom, um, and now hearing this about the charitable um donations, there's a common statement that some people might say is money isn't everything. And so as a person who obviously is a businessman and as a nine to five as an event planner, but at the same time, you give back to your community and you've explained how there are some people in this world who are homeless, right? There are some people in this world who, you know, the hell of being a millionaire, they just want to cope, right? These are real life situations. So how do you feel about that statement? Money isn't everything.
1: You know, my mom used to tell me that all the time. Right. And I never understood it until, like, I would say this year, Mm. recently, right? I, uh, actually, I would say I didn't understand that two years ago. That's when it really hit me and I kind of like matured into like thinking of it. Cause my mom used to say to me, Money is everything. And I was like, shit, money ain't everything if you ain't ever had it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Hey. you give me a million dollars today, I'll be a happy soul. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I won't need nothing else. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, it doesn't mean any everything because money is the root of all evil. It really is. People will change up on you for money. People will change the yard for money. Like, money has so much power, right? Everyone has a price, even if you think you don't have a price, everyone has a price. And it's crazy, right? Because I could say, you know, would you ever hit your mom? You say, you will say, no, y'all, right? Y'all say, hell no, but yeah. <laughs> if I say, I give you $20 million to slap your mom right now in the face, you're you going to think about that. <laughs> you, might, you might slap your mom, right? Right? It's a, an extreme <laughs> example, but everyone has a price, right? Even lowering it down to a million dollars. Shit, your mom might be like, man, you better slap me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Right. So it's yeah. like when you when you put money in front of people, like the strongest survive behind it, right? The strongest do things right. And 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 I, and I and I the reason the picture got clearer to me, um, at one point when I was doing my events, I was throwing volume out, right? I'm like, the more I throw out, the more I could get. But I didn't, it didn't feel right, right? I was like, I partnered up with a few people. I'm like, nah, this don't feel right, right? And I was like, I'm thinking too much on the money part versus my art, mm-hmm. right? Versus my passion. And, you know, this is what I learned, like, hey, listen, like, the money gonna come if you're passionate and you work hard for it, right? Feel me? But if you just throw things out, say, I-, I wanna get a buck, ain't gonna work out, right? Mm-hmm. And I tried it. I tried it a few times where, You know, certain people hit me up like, hey, let's partner up. I'm like, I don't partner up, but you can do this. I'm like, nah, that ain't hit, right? But I was doing it because I'm thinking like, oh, this is an easy penny. Nah, right? And then when I made money over a few times, I'm like, nah, this don't feel good, right? I'm not satisfied. I want more, right? Um, And I realized I I left the passion part out of it, and I try to chase the dollar, right? And I was like, no, I got to reprogram myself, right? And I, and I do it I do it every, every few years. I was like, I do like, all right, am I doing what I want or I'm doing what I need or doing what, doing what I love, mm-hmm. right? I have to ask myself those questions, right? Because if you do something that you're good at and you're feeling you're passionate about, right, and you start seeing success behind it, but then the success you see, you're getting greedy for it, right? Because you're like, oh, well, I could do this one time, and I can get this much money, let me multiply it by 10, mm. right? And multiply it by 50, multiply it by 100. right? And yes, you possibly could do it, but now you're losing quality, right? You're losing, you're losing your heart behind it, right? You're not even really caring about it because more of a numbers game to you. You mm. feel me? You're punching in the clock, but it's like are you're, you're not, you're absent-minded, right? So I do think money is important, but it's not everything. Mm. I think that. You know and i'm a, I'm a working man too on top of doing my events, I got two different jobs right I've always carried three jobs my whole life right because I like I like not being broke I like money right um but then sometimes you'll be like, man, I'm tired I got no peace of mind right and then some days you're like, "Wow, I just missed my my cousin's birthday party right I can't take my girl on this day because I'm working that day, right? Like, and those things don't hit you at the moment, but when they start adding up, you're like, wow, I'm not around, right? And you got to think about, like, do I lose out on those mom- moments and memories now or and make money, or do I catch it later on and kind of make up for it, mm-hmm. right? But then that's where you're- you have the dilemma where it's like, I got to have someone, oh, I need to celebrate tomorrow Right. But then tomorrow they're not here.
2: Right. And
1: then yesterday you couldn't go see them because you have work. Mm. Right. It's, it's really a puzzle. So it's it's, I would say it's important, but it's not everything. I think how, you gotta, I think.
0: How, how, how do you deal with that question, though? The idea of like, man, man, do I go to work or do I, you know, try and get money and stack up or do I live in the moment and link with my friends or, you know, just go to certain events? I mean, I guess you no. Know, it's funny. It's different for you, being an event planner. You have the luxury of, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Because you know, yeah. But yeah. you know what, though, it's it's
1: a it's and, and like I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting more. Uh, I'm building. My brand is building, and my, my my ideas are are expanding. So it's more. It's less quantity because mm-hmm. I want perfection and I want division. And sometimes division takes long to build. But like. It's 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 definitely fun, but then there's only so many times you're gonna hear that song very loud in your ear every week. You know what I'm saying? Every t- twice a week, four times a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's 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 work. It's fun work, but it's work, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not there just to collect the check and party and and turn up and you know what I'm saying. Like honestly, I'm not even turning up most of the time on my events. I'm I'm in work mode. I'm making sure people feel good. I'm making sure the service is straight. I'm making sure they have reservations, that reservation that is lined up. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm on, I'm serving the purpose of a as a manager would, in a sense, right? Like, if you ever go to my party, you will see, like, moments throughout each hour where I'm just walking back and forth real fast. Mm. I'm going to this side of the building. I'm going to this side of the building. Yo, what up, doing what up, what up? How you doing? You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. I'm making sure things are flowing, right? And I say that because, like, you know, let me run it, run it down. So, like, at an event, you'll have someone at the door, right? You'll have security. You have your DJs, right? Uh, depending on the space, if you rented it out or you doing the venue, might be some ownership there, right? You got your bartenders, right? You got your servers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people who are working there. You got staff that's working there, right? All the above. You know I mean, then you got people who are customers, people who are coming in, are consumers, right? So... At any given moment, anyone who's coming into the event are like, hey, what's up, Dean? They want to vibe. They want to have a conversation, right? So I'm, I'm presenting that part. Then I got to make sure my staff is cool, mm. right? The bartenders, y'all good? Y'all need anything, right? My DJs, you good? You need anything? The, the person at the door, hey, you good? You need anything, right? Because really, I'm a floater at this point, right? Right? right. Um, and those people are stationary. They can't move. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you might get a DJ up there who's DJing for four hours straight.
2: Yeah.
1: He can't leave that booth or she can't leave that booth. Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe they maybe they have to use a bathroom when they're thirsty, bro. Yeah. Think about that. If you like, man, the party relying on me. I got the vibes. The so music stop, everybody's gonna be like, Yeah, yeah. Who's the whole... that, right? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Person at the door, they gotta keep asking for ID. They gotta bat them down. They gotta make sure they, you know what I'm saying? All of the above, right? The bartenders, right? People come in there, and they wanna drink. Feel me? They 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 working sometimes, they can't get a chance to be like, yo, can you get this for me over there in the back? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm working as much as I'm networking and, and, you know, and making sure we were cool. But, like, it's a job, bro. Especially on a busy day. Oh, man. Oh, man. I will have to, like, it's times where some of my partners have to be like, yo, chill. Right? But I'm so, like, locked locked in in that it's, it's, um, it's really work, bro. Right. And I enjoy that part because it's the, I like seeing my best part of the events is when everything's going smooth and it's dope. I can stand back and look and just look at everybody laughing and smiling. And right. Like, I'm like, ah, I like, you made magic right here happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, like, and it's like you said, to your point of balance at work and life, it might be someone at that event who's been working 80 hours a week. 60 hours a week. They ain't get a day off in a month. And they came there just to get a drink with you or came there just to hear some good music and shake their tail feather or whatever, right? Yeah. Feel me? And they needed that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, like I brought that to you, right? Me and mine brought that to you, right? Because I I, you hear me say I because we're having a one-on-one conversation, but I'll be honest, bro. I got a good team around me, a solid team around me where whatever space I need to be helping. I can get it, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Even if I'm forgetting about the it, they be like, "Yo, I know you ain't think about that. I got you." You know what I'm saying. So like, shout out to all those. The list is a million people long. You know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna go through everybody, but just know y'all appreciate it. If y'all mm. help me. If y'all there for the journey, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, so so it it makes it easier on my part, you know, to help create the ideas or even help formulate someone else's ideas, right? i I definitely been invited on projects where someone else is like, yo, we should do this here. And I'm like, oh, word, that's a great idea. Let's make it happen, you know? So, like, those are those events, it's fun, but it's like 70-30 work, mm.
0: right? Would you say that someone who, I guess, is an introvert would be able to uh, do something like this? Because obviously it sounds like, you know, you're talking to multiple people and net- networking with people who are there as well as people who are working at these events. But if someone... You know, I guess, play this, how important is it to basically talk to people? Um, yes, I
1: think you'd be an introvert and yes, you have to talk to people, right? If you're a DJ, you don't got to talk to nobody. You could just stay in your zone. Like somebody just get in the mic and do their magic, but you can just stay in your little booth and go crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't really got to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then you also have to talk to people from the role I'm playing because you put your name on it. You know what I'm saying? Like some of my stuff says, if it's not a group thing, right. Some of my stuff say Spence Name Dean presents, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and then top of that, like, it's a chance to network, bro. Right. It's a real good chance to network. So why not talk to people? Right. Um, and I, I'll tell you though, on a real good, on a real busy day, I take like a break for myself. I get my introvert my introvert no, moments where it's like, I just got away from everybody and I need like 20 minutes to a half hours yeah. to be like, you know what I'm saying? So it could be done, you know what I mean? Like, um, you, you it's like work. Some days you wake up to work and you are like, I ain't trying to go to work, right? So like, I I call up my like, uh showtime moment, right? So I almost created a, create a character. Just, like, you can go to work, you're like, I ain't trying to be at work, I'm tired, I'm trying to talk to nobody, like, sometimes I'd be like, man, I got this event, like, I'm tired, I ain't even trying to do this, but you gotta do it, right, because you've been telling people about even you been building it up, um, so I'd be like, alright, like, showtime. time, like, I gotta go, and yeah. gotta, you know what I'm saying, just just make it happen, and, um, but, I mean, you definitely gotta talk to people because you never know what conversation could lead to, mm-hmm. right, one conversation, one conversation can lead to an opportunity, and, like, like I spoke about my events, that's how my stuff got going, you know. what I'm saying, a conversation of someone like, "Yeah, Yo, would you be interested in doing this?" A conversation where, like, "Hey, I had this idea. Like, I think you'd be cool for it." Like, like for instance, um, we threw a a mansion party, a manor, a manor party, right? It was uh, right before COVID happened. Um, it's a mansion, but it's an old looking building house. Mm. So I'm gonna call it a manor. I don't really know the definition of the two, but <laughs> manor party, and right. um. You know, someone who, who who was attending my events all the time was like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, we usually do this party every year. Uh, we want to see if you want to do it. Like, this is the place we're thinking about. Would you mind pulling up? And I was like, all right. Like, cool. Well, like, that was off a of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't talk to him that day or if I never spoke to him, who knows what could have happened, right? that opportunity would have been someone else's opportunity right and it's funny how we talk about uh financial literacy i have a phrase where every conversation could be a potential dollar mm. all right you never know who knows who who leads you to what right i've gotten jobs off i know someone already in there not even knowing they were in there just because i built a relationship with them uh from afar you know what I'm saying yeah I've gotten opportunities and gigs and access to access to certain spaces of like hey what's up man you all right how you doing right like I'm the dude who walks around the events and like if no one's talking if you're not talking or you're like isolated and like not having a good time what up you good mm-hmm. what's up what's going on you want a drink you want you know was some water like <laughs> I mean I gotta make sure you ain't by to you know
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, to
1: play something. Mind, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what's on your mind, but yeah, yeah, you You know what I'm saying? But you' going to hear me, right? Yeah. And you know, maybe that person is like, and I've had it where this person is like, "Yo, like, who's the person running this, man? Like, they doing a good job. Like, I've heard good things about this. Like, I want to work with them." And I was like, "Oh, it's me. Hey, I'm the person. You know what I mean? Like, me and my team. Like, what's up? What you talking about? So." You definitely gotta talk to someone. I think I think as long as the person who's introvert can turn it off and on, I think it works. Come I mean, think about it. If you break it down, it's an hour count, right? Mm. Your event not gonna last more than five hours. So you got one week where you don't talk to nobody. And you got five hours, you gotta talk to people. Turn it off and yeah. on, bro.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, right? So Was there um, ever a time or was there a moment where you were hosting at least one event where things went left, where (laughs) things may not have gone as planned? And if so, how did you deal with it?
1: Left, 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 let me think.
0: Left, like, you know, and it, you know, it could be anything, whether it been like when you first started off, um, like, you know, I won't say if, you know, you booked the wrong DJ or some shit like that, but just the idea of like, damn, maybe I should have done this. (laughs) And ever since that day, you never, you know, make sure to make uh, do that mistake again. Honestly, you know what? I feel like
1: every event you're going to say, maybe I should have done this, I should have done that. It's like playing a sport. Mm. You get 40, but you're like, damn, man, if I hit that extra jumper, I mean, my free throws, I'd have 50. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you know, you talk sports, right? Mm. If I hit this, if I did that, you know what I mean? So I, I will say, like, my first event the Thanksgiving one, I really did, like, on my own. Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, yo, like, you can't do this by yourself. You thought, like, I was, like, I was not greedy, but I was like, you know what, I could profit off this, right? And I made a really good penny off that, I will not lie. But I had one security guard. (laughs) One security guard, two DJs, and two bartenders. Mm -hmm. Right? One point, I had my security guard doing the money. (laughs) Right, that sounds crazy, right? I mean, <laughs> like, right, like, right, like. So luckily, I had like, and I guess this is my trust in my, my my friends, right? Like, we ain't we ain't the smallest guys. Like, we pretty some some pretty solid guys. So I'm like, you know, we don't need much security because you know, right. All of our dudes yeah. are pretty big, right? But and and also like, I would definitely say I'm blessed to say, I've been doing this for five, six years, maybe two fights, maybe three fights. And I think two or two or three of those fights came from partnerships I shouldn't have partnered with. Mm. Right. But since I had control over, I don't say not control, but since I've chose the people I work with and done things the right way. But six years, three, that's that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's real good. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Especially when you got alcohol involved. Yeah. Um, but I say my first time I said my first time uh just having a lot of people there and it was like like I right, so the first time I was security guard, right? And he was doing the money and he had to leave at like 1:30. I'm like, bro, what you mean to leave at 130? I got like 90 minutes, two hours left. Like yeah. what? This is crazy. Then throughout that night, I ran out of change, right? So we were doing like $5 entry, $10 entry or something like $10, $10, $15. It was like some odd number where I had to get change every time. I went to the bank. Banks was closed. I went to the ATMs. I went to the gas stations. Yeah. At one point, I walking in the gas station like, yo, I got $300. I need fives. You have yeah. that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like middle of the event bro I'm leaving at a gas station at two in the morning (laughs) yo crazy right like (laughs) Hartford at that like yeah you know what kind of gas station you're walking into like this Hartford you got one neighborhood that's dope then you got one neighborhood that's like "Ah!" (laughs) you know what I'm saying like so excuse me um just like that event kind of told me like to prepare Mm -hmm. right prepare it's how you handle stuff. I'm not really a, a panic type of person. Feel me? You may see me get worked up real, like, real, like, at the moment, but it's me in my head just kind of, like, feel me, like, figuring everything out. So, like, if something goes wrong, I'd be like, I'm like, all right, I got it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't really panic or nothing like that. I'm pretty calm. So, like, but that one event, to answer your question, that one event told me, I right, everything you think of, think of the worst. Hmm. Right. So when the worst happens, you're prepared for it. Right. If we're overbooked, how do we fix it? Right. If we if we ran out of change, how do we fix it? Right? If we do this, how do we do that? You know what I'm saying? So like I I plot out every situation, you know. what I'm saying to the point where like if we're charging at the door, no one got cash, okay. How are we getting any money? We got cash out, we got that money, we got a credit card system, mm-hmm. right? The swipe joint. Feel you know I me? Mean? If if we need three security guards, but two of them go down i then who's gonna be the backup guard right right uh if this happens this happens that right so like i, I map out everything in my head and then whoever i'm meeting with whoever we're doing an event with like when we're talking about it i pretty much map we all map it out and be like i right, like i'm pretty good at asking the questions i need to be asked right mm-hmm. so i you know besides that first one was just more of a learning curve and then after that it was like you know but something's always gonna happen yeah hundred percent you know what i'm saying like you just got to kind of like adjust to it you feel mm-hmm. me like and then make sure that whatever happens the the people what happens to that they're satisfied for how you how you did it right so like for example if like let's say someone comes in to order some food for brunch or something right or well happy hour the food come out it's cold it's nasty you know what i'm saying or it's late that customer pissed off. How can we accommodate you to make sure you're good, right? So that's that's pretty much what it is, um, right? Because you want the consumer to have good reviews because they can say, hey, listen, because like I'd rather have, you know what? The wings came out and it was cold, but I was taken care of, blah, blah, blah. I had a good time. I'll come back because the customer service is great, yeah. right? Because the customer service is trash, bro. I don't care you throwing a party. People's like, nah, I ain't coming back. Clip. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to spend my money somewhere else where it's appreciated, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say that, that one time I would just – I i want to say it was a bad event because it was very successful. I just wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it like it was a house party,
0: and it was like, oh, I ain't going house party no more, bro. Yeah.
1: It's a, this is yeah. the real deal.
0: But, you know, what the, I was just getting ready to mention that, too, like just kind of hearing your overall story. Um, you know, it's crazy how far you've come, right, in terms of starting out with the house parties, and mm-hmm. now – you know, being, like, an official and legitimate event planner and everything like that. Um, so w- how much, I guess, humility do you think it, it takes to, I guess, get started off doing it by yourself and doing it solo to now knowing that, like, yo, a, a team is involved slash everyone needs to be playing the role. Like, it's bigger than just myself to be, you know, hosting and throwing an event.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I've always been a humble person. I'm very confident. I, I'm very confident. If I shoot, I think I'm going to make it every time. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But it, it's... Because it's, when you break it down, you're essentially... This was, is this was what an event is, really, right? You're creating something and saying, hey, come. Come support. Come spend money here. Come, you know what I'm saying? Right? Like, just because you did it don't mean they got to come to you. Right. Feel me? Um. So it, it's it's... You know, even then, even the first one where I was like, I, I anchored the first one because it was just the opportunity there, right? Um. So even then, I can't even take full credit because I had help. You know, what I'm saying I would never take full credit for for any of my events. It doesn't make sense. You know, what I'm saying, like I said, you hear the I word. I apologize for that if it's taken out of context. I'm just speaking because you're asking me questions directly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Um. But as a team of as a team effort, you need people a part of your team to do that, right? And it's and you got to be humble because just like work, man, like you know, you got a supervisor, you got a big boss, whatever. Like there's someone, there's someone above you, right? If there's someone above you or everyone's below you, y'all need each other, yep. right? Because if there's someone above you, right, he or she's telling you do this, this, and that, and and if they're a jerk, you like, man, <laughs> all right, mm-hmm. right? I lose my job for that. Right, or you know what? I'll do the bare minimum, so you can't fire me, and there's more pressure on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or if you're the one up top, and people are below you, right? In the sense of like they work for you, you don't get nothing if they ain't producing, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of you the captain or you the just a player on the field, like you, you got to be humble. I think you got to be humble with everything in life, right? Um, because this this event space or anything you do entrepreneur-wise, you need support from people, right? And if people ain't supporting you, bro, you ain't making no money. If mm-hmm. people ain't supporting you, your dream ain't, you know what I'm saying, your goals ain't what you achieved, right? Unless you're just really good at engineering or computers or something where you don't need to talk to nobody and you can collect a check and just invest in yourself. But even then, like, if you have people who, you know, who help you invest or tell you the right ways and tools, you still become more successful. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, it, it's you got to be humble, 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 hungry, and confident in yourself, mm. right? So, when you speak, people listen, right? But then at the same time, I want the same, I want those same type of people in that room with me, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I have events throughout the year where I ask people to come on board. I probably can do this event and be all right and make more money. No, but I'd rather do it with y'all, mm. right? Because I want a different type of energy in this, right? And I feel like the more energy I have of that, is going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how my Thanksgiving Eve started. I started off, my boys did a party the year before, just a pop-up party. Not even, like, organized nothing. What are we doing? We're going to this place and drinking. All right, bet. Next year, I'm like, what are we doing? I ain't doing nothing. All right, well, I'm going to throw a party here because I got a, good, got a good chance to do it. Right? And then, much as it was dope, the next year, I was like, you know what? your Thanksgiving Eve is a thankful day where you're supposed to bring people together. Yeah. So ever since then, at my first one, everything's given. I make sure I got people on the lineup. You know what I'm saying? That's going to put that work in and, and, you know, show love, like, and, and really contribute and make it a, a bigger event than just a party, right? I don't like throwing parties, like throwing experiences. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, Thanksgiving is a love day. day of love, right? So you got to be super humble, man, because people could turn your support off like that, right? I mean, kind of like, it's almost like being an artist. You have a platinum record today and the next next two years, you disappear, right? You know what I mean? Like, what happened to this person? Where they at now? Like, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you got to be super humble. And people yeah, like yeah. that energy too, man. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to be around someone who's like cocky and, and oh, you're all about self. Like, that's just, that's weird. And mm-hmm. people, like, don't like that, you know what I mean? Like, and you – honestly, if, as part of my marketing, you won't really see my, my picture on the flyer either, if you ever notice. I don't really put my pictures on flyers like that. As much as I'm the one running it or I'm part of the team running it, it's not about me, man. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Let's come here and, and make magic, you know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It, it's bigger than, you know, one person as an individual Mm -hmm. Um, but even going into that man i mean you talk again too about you know your charitable donations and just overall giving back to the community and understanding early on too that there's people in different situations as you so it's always good to to be thankful um for what's been given your way Um, but with that being said man the final question that i have for you um you know it's a question that i ask everyone that comes on to define a legacy Um, and that question is how do you want to be remembered
1: that's a good question right there.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, that question never
1: fails, man. Never, never fails. Because like, how many times do you ask that, yo?
0: Well I, well, I ask it, like I said, for every episode, but like usually mm-hmm. like up until this point, the conversation, like whenever I ask a question, you know, you're able to answer it just like that. Or it's like, yeah. you know, of course, I know. it. But when you hit it with that, it's like, you know, hang on. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> how do you, how do you, uh all right, I'm gonna try to answer that. Um I want to be loved, hmm. right? I want to be remembered as a very loving person. I want to be loved as someone that has good energy, right? I want to be remembered as someone who made an impact and a contribution to this world, right? Regardless of it's micro or macro, and no matter what size, right? Someone who Damn, man! man I'm, I know
0: <laughs> I got to write a poem. That's uh, a, no, no. That that's uh because it really makes you think. Right, it's like everything else in life. Again, you go through, kind of you know, you do stuff what you're good at to get paid and all that. But like when you really sit and just think, like, damn, because you yeah. talked about it before. Like you know, you might not be in the mouth. That's just the sad reality. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like if that ends up happening, if you look, if you could look back on your life and just think, like, all right, how will I legit be remembered? Like, what would people think of when they hear? My name, like, so it's all right.
1: So, I'm gonna simplify it. It's my simple answer. No, I got you good. All right, I want to be remembered as someone, like, going off. I want to remember as someone who's dope, and you have a story to tell about me,
2: Mm.
1: and I'm cool with that, Mm. right? If I die tomorrow and they'd be like, damn, I never got a chance to chill with Dean or meet Dean, like, how was he? Your home was dope, right? The answer was like, your home was dope. I remember the time. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Outside of that, whatever. Feel what I me? Mean? As long as there's respectful and there's love behind it, but I think that's the simplest way I can answer it. Someone who is dope, right? And I say dope in my own, in my own way. Everyone's right, dope right. in their own way. Right, right? You know what I'm saying? Got like, Some people who are stylists, some people who are, you know, real clung-cut, someone who is really good at this or that. You know, I just want to be, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty cool individual. Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not, a I won't say I'm a cool kid, but, you know, I'm a cool kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, but someone Heard who's you. just dope, man. Feel yeah, me? Someone yeah. who's dope and you have a story to tell about me, right? Because I feel like everyone I've had a connection with, regardless of what your status is in this world, right? Um, I feel like they were dope, right? And if I had a moment with you, you were dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm the kid who played, who was an all-state football player, but played in the school band. You know what I'm saying? I did the played on all the jock athlete but i did the improv clubs and uh you know what i'm saying the 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 arts programs and i didn't draw and you know what i mean like i did everything like i'll do a chess club with you like i did chess club like you know what i'm saying so i always was about like just spreading love and just making a moment a moment you know what i mean like be a vibe you know what i'm saying and not be a vibe like go out my way of Oh, he's trying to do too much. He's trying to be this. nah. Like yeah. personally, I can't, I care less what you think about me or anybody else, right? I'm gonna be Dean Stux till the day I die. I'm gonna spread good energy. I'm gonna laugh. And there's gonna be a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I care about is good vibes, like great vibes only. You know what I'm saying? Like so, you know, if someone could say yo he was dope and they have a story to tell about me, I'm cool with that. That's that's all I want. I don't need not anything else. Right, because if you got a story with Tell, like if someone be like, Yo, how was this person right here? He's like, Yo, he was cool as hell. Yo, this one time, if they got yeah. a story with you, bro, like, yeah, that's that's you know what I'm saying, yeah, like that's that's better than anything else. That hits. that hits. that hit, you feel me? Because you go, because that story probably gonna lead to some laughter, right? Mm-hmm. That story probably gonna get you a better person, a better uh, a visual understanding of who this person is, right? And you're gonna be like, All right, like, I kind of, I kind of like. I'm glad that people have love for this person right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I try to live with no regrets. It's funny because uh, I have a, I have like a, I have like a thought where I feel like one day, right, I'm gonna be real old, right, be like oh, old dudes, like to the point where I can't even move. I'm just in my chair talking trash to everybody because old people talk smack, right? I don't know what it is. Maybe after a certain age, you're just allowed to say whatever you want to say, right? Mm. So I'm going to be an old person, can't really move, and we're stuck in a chair. And a little kid can come to me and be like, hey, what up, old head? What up, OG? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, how was your life? You Mm -hmm. feel me? And at that moment, I got to think about everything I did in my life. And I'm either going to be really happy, or I'm going to be really like, damn, I ain't do nothing with my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how I kind of, like, take each moment, each day as, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just make sure when you owe oh, you live your life. You know Facts. what I
0: mean? Thanks. Well, so because that 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 kind of you know is a little bit of the purpose of the show too, to kind of like I said, give guests and and you all to like just think like, all right, what exactly, you know, years from now, 30, 40 yeah. years from now, what, what will I be able to say about myself? You know, Correct. the question of how do you want to be remembered that involves everyone else, right? What do you want people to think of you? But just to when you talk about your journey, it's like, damn, all right. How do I feel about me? You know, like mm-hmm. did, I, did I provide value? Was I good? Was I a good person? Did I accomplish um, everything that I want to accomplish? So, um, no nah, yeah, real man. talk, man. It's real, it's real stuff. So, um, uh, I need a favor from you, if you don't mind, man. Um, could you drop your social medias, like where people um, can find you? You know, where the next brunch spot is, where, you know, <laughs> man, where 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 the events are, everything like that. Run wild with all the promo and everything like that, man.
1: Yes. Um, so my, I do Facebook and Instagram. That's my head, and head, my one and two. Uh, Facebook, Dean Spence. Simple as that. You can find me right there. Um, my Instagram is uh Spence named Dean, but it's a underscore Spence underscore named underscore Dean. So you can find me there. Um, you know I'm doing brunch every Sunday. So bala right now. Uh, we just had a Thanksgiving Eve event um next year you know 2022 and forth i got some really 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 cool projects coming your way um i've been partnering up with a lot of people i've been doing my networking i got a lot of uh spatial event spaces and and just real dope ideas just to bring really dope people together and everyone in this world is dope if you're a good person you're dope you know what i'm saying so um you know, something really for the culture. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I told myself I want to step it up a notch, right? I want to really like bring it to another level. Um, you know, I'm excited for that right now too because I'm doing all the, uh, the blueprint for it, and I'm like, oh, like hey, we, we could have some fun. You know what I mean? Like some real good fun, grown and sexy fun. And you know, it's it's for me, it's deeper than turning up. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than just a party. It's an experience. So like um i'm looking to deliver more experiences coming forth so like i said those two pages spence name dean on ig being spent on facebook you can find me there um if you add me if you like a page follow back because i'm bougie if you don't follow back i ain't following you back if you follow me back i'll follow you back you know what i'm saying Here you go. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like you know what i mean and then you know whoever sees this man like if you see me person, what up
0: show love for sure right for
1: sure. and you know we go from there
0: yeah you got any uh final words for for the lovely audience of Define Legacy, man?
1: Ah, uh, yes. Never stop being yourself. Always be a good person and hustle. Mm. Right? Love is love. More love, more
0: life. Mm. Damn, straight up. Well, I, I I appreciate that, man. I know you know everyone that listens to Defiant Legacy will appreciate that as well, man. Um, so again, y'all, you know, another great episode. Um, but yeah, lastly, just a reminder, follow Define Legacy, wherever you get your podcast YouTube, yes. Apple, Spotify, you know what I'm saying? You know, Instagram, Twitter, social media, everywhere. All right. And again, got the online store link in the description, um, of this episode. Um, we appreciate you, Dean, and I, I speak for everyone that, you know, is going to listen to this episode, man. It was, it's dope to hear. Obviously it's a financial literacy podcast, but even hearing, um, you know, from the event planner space to the charitable don- donation space, um, like how important it is, man. And just reminding people. Life can sometimes be bigger than just money. Um, there's people who, you know, may be struggling in the area that you yes. haven't even thought of. So um, just as a reminder, as you said, man, just continue to be a good person. So just like that, y'all, we go. Peace.